0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm Abner Suarez and my guest for the second week in a row is Pastor Al Bryce and we'll be discussing in just a moment. But I wanna encourage you to like or share this broadcast if you're receiving from it. And uh, every uh, Thursday evening, 6.30 Eastern, we premiere a new broadcast broadcast on admirersuarez.com, YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, all these different platforms we're on. But if you wanna catch a previous program, you can just simply go on our website, admirersuarez.com, to uh, receive from there. But we are with uh, Pastor Al Bryce. If you missed last week's program, I wanna encourage you to listen as we delved into just staying the course in the things of what God is doing in the earth. And as we began this, uh, just before we just started recording this broadcast, I was just thinking of this thought that I've had and it's been rolling around me, especially this morning. And it was, I believe that we are in a season in the earth where God is beginning to pour out his spirit, particularly in the Western world. And I believe really that there's gonna come a great, great shift in the way Christianity is seen by the unbelievers, especially through Western believers. And one of the things that I know that I believe God is gonna highlight is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the things of the Spirit, discerning of spirits, operating. Jesus said, "We, if we believe, will do the works that he's doing, but greater works. And and I say that to really emphasize this, and I'll let you just jump in on this, is I believe that the part of what is gonna be shifting among the people of God is this, that I don't know any other way to say except this way, except to describe it this way. Sometimes uh, among God's people in the Western world, there seems to be this um, proud unbelief of the things of the Spirit and of the things of God in the name of playing it safe. And I think, I don't know all the motivation, but I know part of the motivation is we don't want to be thought of as strange or weird or, or, or stigmatized. But here's what I have learned. When you pursue the things of God and you pursue something that God is doing in the earth, you, there will always be controversy. You're not looking for controversy, but there'll always be. Always. And I always found that is usually not, sometimes the unbeliever, but it is actually the people of the household of faith who may not understand, or especially because this is what I have seen, that when God begins to move in a meeting or a service or in a repeated way, if someone is not experiencing that and they choose not to experience that, they have to find a reason for why that's not right, in a sense, because no one is actually going to say, or at least I don't know anyone who's gonna say, hey, I don't want what God's doing. And then if you're saying that God is doing that but I'm not experiencing that, then there's a humility that's gotta come to you to go, hey, I'm not experiencing that God that way, so maybe I should receive from these guys. And I believe that we are in like, not even in the first week of kindergarten in the things of the spirit, but God wants to take us into, not that we'll ever arrive, but doctoral type of training in the things of God because I believe that there's a roar and a release, not just through the five full ministries, but I believe that this, move of God will be characterized by um, uh, by the people of God in mass doing the works of right. Jesus. And I, I believe what we've seen in the past, uh, 50s healing, turn of the century, where even though the doctrine that came was the baptism of the Holy Spirit of Azusa, the miracles, if you read Bartleman's mm-hmm. book, that happened, you know, literally person in the room, nobody prays for him. they got an arm now. They had no arm before. These things are about to be released in the things of God and I know this is something that you want to see and are passionate about mm-hmm. And in your years of wisdom and, and let me just say this because I think it's important it's what I believe but it, and sometimes we need to say it for someone to watch the program we don't want anything that goes beyond the Word of God right we don't want anything that doesn't exalt God but also I do believe on the other side of that I believe that it is our own thinking as believers that uh, that prevent us right. from receiving the fullness of what God wants. Right. I don't want, you know, if it's not in Scripture, it's not found, I don't want it. It doesn't exalt Jesus, I don't want it. But I do believe that often it is just this proud unbelief. So.
1: Right. Well, I, I think a, a lot of it has to do uh, with uh, what I see in so much of the body of Christ today is the pursuit of intellectualism. Right. Uh, yeah. Not the pursuit of a relationship mm-hmm. uh, with the presence of God. Nothing wrong with being uh having your intellect, right, your mind, because the Bible says that without using the, the word intellect, it says in in, uh, in, in uh, Romans the 12th chapter, it says, be renewed. In your mind, so you'll know what the the, the perfect, acceptable, get the goodwill of God is. Yeah. So it says, "Don't be conformed to this world; be be transformed by the renewing of your mind." So, uh, so renewing our mind is is it's extremely important for us to do that because that's how we discern what is God and what is not God. That's right. Yeah. And so you have to have. Uh, a depth of the Word of God, especially in these last days, when Jesus and the Apostle Paul and Jude and Peter also said in in their books in the New Testament, uh, they constantly talked about deception and how deception will be so rampant uh, in yes. these in these last days. Yeah. So it's important that we have that. But at the same time, uh, you you don't you don't take uh, the the gifts of the Spirit and. You look at that and you say, well, that is not for today. Uh, I literally heard a gentleman that is, is, is well-known um, uh, in certain circles, and I heard him. I didn't want to listen to it because I knew what he was going to say, but the uh, I, I, <laughs> Spirit of God had me listen to it. And so I listened to him, and he said, anybody who speaks in tongues or anybody talks about the gifts of the Spirit uh, or anybody saying they hear the voice of God or uh, anything like that, he said, that is demonic, it is of the devil. Mm. And I'm sitting there going, what? That is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And and I, could, I couldn't believe, and this, this guy has a huge following. And I'm sitting there going, I cannot believe this. I, I don't want to, you know, I pray for him that his eyes will be open to truth, but I don't want to be there when he stands before Jesus because the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What Jesus was doing yesterday, He is still doing today, and He will continue to do as long as there is an earth here. That's right. And, and so, so the, the, the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit uh, started literally, as far as the church is concerned, on the day of Pentecost when there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Uh, people were being healed Uh, signs, wonders, and miracles were taking place. Uh, You know, Jesus gave them uh, the Great Commission, and and Mark is the one who listed this, and it's in Matthew 28, but also in Mark 16, where it talks about the praying in the Spirit. It talks about speaking in tongues. It talks about uh, the the gifts of the Spirit. It talks about laying hands on the sick, you know. And then it says in there, it says how Jesus, uh, how they went about, preaching and telling everybody uh, the, the Word of God and about Jesus said, Jesus worked with them, confirming the Word with signs following. Okay? okay? Jesus has not stopped working with His church. He said, I will build Amen. my church. He's still moving, and He's moving by the, by the power of the Holy Spirit. The other thing is, the book of Acts was never the Acts of the Apostles. I mean, I've heard this for so many years, and and it's not the acts of the apostles; it's the acts of the Holy Spirit through the apostles, Amen. but not only through the apostles, through Stephen, through through the disciples that, that, that were that were operating inside, you know, the, the church. But what Abner, what happens is when people begin to get lukewarm with the things of God, they become more religious. In their thinking. Because when Jesus showed
0: up. But I just want you to pause for a minute. Because yeah. that word religious, that can mean a lot of, what do you mean by
1: that? I know there's a little, many different definitions. To me, religion is you know about God, but you don't know God. Mm, that's good. You know about God, but you really don't know God. Yeah. And so, uh, so because, because in eternal life, Jesus said in John 17, eternal life is this, that they may know you the one true God in Jesus Christ. That is to have relationship. He brought us into relationship. And so uh, with him, to be one with him. But yet at the same time, Jesus has not stopped doing through his church. Can I just pause you right here? Yeah. Because I, I think
0: this is really important. I think the thought just came to me and just as we move ahead with talking about the gifts of spirit. So... I just kind of was impressed with this. I just saw it like a picture that you will open the door, even though you might be born again, to being a religious believer. If you don't have an ongoing, if you don't choose every day to have an ongoing, vibrant fellowship with God. Yes. It's a living, it's a breathing thing. You actually, because you were always meant to go forward. But if we don't Keep moving forward. in right. relate. It's kind of like if you stop talking to your wife, you know, five years ago. Same thing. You're just, you knew what you knew five years ago. You don't right. know, you haven't grown in truth. So I just thought that was really, right. really important to this life of walking in the spirit. Yes, it is.
1: In a, in a marriage, you have to continue to keep relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you don't keep that relationship, then both of you get distracted and start seeking fulfillment that should be in the marriage in other things and other people. So believer, I might be in
0: relate I might have this door that's open with relationship with Jesus. But if I'm not fellowshipping right on a daily lifestyle right. basis, I've actually just I, I I guess it's it's the Bible, right? Seek first. Right. If that's not my primary thing, something else is going to fill that place. There's no, right. there's
1: no other choices in life. Right, so. absolutely. And as a born-again believer, you can become very lukewarm. You can, come, can become Scoot. very empty. Yeah. You can get over and you can actually become, uh, if, if you're not seeking that relationship, then you will start seeking a relationship with the world and the culture, uh, which then means that you'll become a carnal Christian. Mm. And you'll be led more by the flesh, unrenewed mind. Yes, than, than by the spirit. So, so, so what I had, what I've seen, uh, happen uh, in so many places is that people are listening to people that are intellectual theologians and teachers who have never experienced. Mm the baptism of the Holy Spirit, That's right. have never experienced the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So That's what right. they haven't experienced, they attack. And, and, and they say, it's not for today. They don't base their experience upon the Word of God. They base it upon what they've been taught themselves. Mm-hmm. So a, a lot of them are, are walking as blind leaders concerning the areas of the gifts of the Spirit and the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, people being healed, delivered, set free, uh, devils being cast out. The kingdom of darkness has not disappeared. You know, the, right. the, to me, the kingdom of darkness has been emboldened because of the shallowness mm. of teaching on faith, uh, teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, uh, teaching on spiritual warfare. Um, it, it's more making people comfortable in, in, their, in their seats or in the pews um, don't don't want to upset the apple cart. Don't want to do anything that might be controversial. Uh, don't don't pray for right. anybody. Don't yeah. do these things. Nothing embarrassing. No, not nothing anymore. embarrassing yeah. whatsoever. Because we want to be cool. Because we're more interested in our numbers and our finances than actually doing the word of God. And and that's a dangerous place uh, because there are uh, there there are five churches of the seven churches that put themselves in danger. Uh, that Jesus uh, came and rebuked them uh, concerning the place where they had gotten themselves that was totally out of the will of God gotten themselves away from what they were supposed to be doing that what we see in the book of Acts you know and got so caught up in the culture of things and the systems and the techniques of things that Jesus even the Laodicea church he's standing outside knocking that's not a salvation call that's his church. He's trying to get back in. And I believe what's happening today, Abner, I believe that Jesus is saying, let me back into the church. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me back into the church. You know, let's get on with these last days ministry uh, and in the power of the Holy Spirit, there are people out here that are hurting, bruised, broken. They need healing. They need deliverance. Demons are are moving in this place. Like there's so much violence. There's there's there, there, and people say, well, it's just the last days. Well, yes, uh, the last day started on the Book of Acts. Okay, that's right. So, so yes, it's the last days. But look what the church. Look how powerful the church was in the Book of Acts. And that's what Jesus wants us to get back to. I, I, I just want to jump in here with
0: something. I was thinking when you were saying that, and it's this, that the, the concept probably last 20 years that I've heard of it among church leaders is relevance and things like this. And I believe this with, with all my heart, that unless we embrace fully the Word of God, the Holy Spirit, especially discernment as never before, we won't be relevant the culture. Because uh, as we see things developing in the nations of the earth, the occult is out there. Mm-hmm. The occult is, is, to me, having experiences from the wrong coach that God wants to give the people of God. And they're growing. E- exactly. Because they're offering something, there's that element of that power that, God is to, that we're supposed to be offering right. as a people of God. Right. I'm thinking of uh, the story from uh, uh, the life of John G. Lake, and Lake had, a, I believe it was a dream one night. He has this dream one night, and in this dream, he sees himself going to a mental institution, and he goes into the mental institution, casts the demon out, and he, he, he wakes up and he's like, oh, that was it. so he writes it down, and he tells it to his contemporaries, on this day, I cast this demon out. And he gets a letter, or the mom comes of the, the child, he cast the demon out. On that day, my child was completely better and delivered. So we know in the sovereignty of God, He's the one who initiates these things. But I believe it's these type of things that God wants to do in mass through the people of God. God wants to move, God wants, as he said, if we take a drink, he lets a river flow out of that. So as a pastor for 50 years, and not just pastor who wants to see God's people advance, uh, you've touched on one, one area, fellowship with God, embracing the word of God. What do you see some areas for the people of God who are like, I'm in, I want this, I want right. this part, I believe this, what What if what are some some just practical keys that you've seen in your own life that you teach to people to say, here's how you can walk in the power of God.
1: Right. Well, uh, again, uh, number one, of course, be born again. (laughs) Number two, uh, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's right. Jesus did not allow his disciples. After they were born again, John the 20th chapter, he comes to them, he breathes on them and says, receive the Holy Spirit. Yep. At that point, they were born again. They saw the risen Jesus. Yep. He breathes on them and says, Receive the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So at that point, they were born again. So then they go, and he says, Then he says in Acts, the first chapter, verse 8, he says, Don't you go anywhere right. without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Okay, so, so he, he knew for them to, because Jesus himself was baptized with the Holy Spirit. That's right. You know, so the Holy Spirit came on because He came here as a human. You he doesn't. Know, he he doesn't was, begin His public ministry until He,
0: the Holy Spirit fills Him.
1: Absolutely. So, so, so then, you know, then we, we know what begins to happen. So, so I, I tell folks all the time is, first of all, you must know who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Yeah. You know, if you have an identity problem, you're going to be confused. You know, and you're going to back off of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the last time we were talking, we talked about the children of Israel who came out of Egypt with so much great power. Uh, and God wanted them to go into the promised land. Well, they went and they saw the giants and they came back and the 12 spies and 10 of the spies reported and, and, and they made this statement. Uh, they said they're giants in the land and we were like grasshoppers in their sight. Mm-hmm. So if you have a grasshopper mentality, yep. in, instead of a victorious, conquering, overcomer mentality, mm-hmm. so so the way they saw themselves, the giants never defeated them. They were already defeated. That's right. And they wouldn't go in and move any farther. So they saw themselves as as grasshoppers. So the way you see yourself is the way you think other people see you. That's right.
0: That's exactly
1: right. And the way you see yourself is the way you think that God sees you. Yeah. And the way you see yourself is the way you think that God will either act for you or not act for you. That's right. You know, so... so. It's also so, the way people perceive you. Absolutely. So, so you, you must know and understand that there are no superstars in the body of Christ, even, that, though, even, yeah. even though people have uh, giftings and there are that's apostles right. and prophets and things like you can't put people on a pedestal. That's there right. are no superstars. There's one superstar, Amen. Jesus Christ, Amen. one superstar, and, and He is the one that's exalted. If He is lifted up, He will draw all men to Himself. Mm-hmm. He will draw people to, to come in. So, I want to lift up Jesus, but you must know who you are in Christ Jesus. You must know that greater is He that is in you than he that yes. is in the world. Mm-hmm. And that you have power over the power of the enemy. Yes, You have the power of God. That's right. I, You, you don't have to be subject to anything. We are the temple of the living God. Mm-hmm. God lives on the inside of here. Mm-hmm. And so... Don't look at yourself and look at yourself in the mirror and think that's the real me. Mm-hmm. That's your tent. That's your earth suit. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at an astronaut walking on the moon, you see the suit, but the astronaut is inside. That's so right. the real person is inside. So Jesus is inside of you. You're hooked up with, with that. And so, so what, to me, what happened to me when I was young, when I heard, I can lay hands on the sick. I can cast out devils, you know, in the name of Jesus. Yep, I, I got that. so excited. I said, "I want some of that." Yeah. I mean, I was an athlete, so right, I, right. I you know, yeah, and yeah. I, so I was like, I want to do that. I want to see that. Yeah. So when you get excited about doing the works of Jesus, Jesus said the same works that I, if you believe. He didn't say apostles, fivefold ministry or anybody special. He said, "If you believe, You can do the same works that I do and even greater works. Not in quality, but in quantity because He's going to multiply Himself. Amen. So so I I tell believers, you have the same power that I have. You have the same Holy Spirit. You have the same Word of God. And you must renew your mind constantly with God's Word. Stay in His presence. Renew your mind and then get up and say, God, your will be done today. And then go forth with expectation, anticipation. Yeah, you're going to run into opposition. You're going to run into problems. You're going to run into issues. You're going to run into all kinds of things. But you know what? You can't be stopped Mm -hmm. if you don't sit down and quit. You can't be stopped if you just say, okay, that person doesn't want my relationship or that person doesn't want this. I'm going to find something myself. Somebody else. What I used to pray all the time was God bring people across my path that need deliverance, that need healing, that need salvation. He did it all the time. Oh my gosh, I got so excited that yes. people would come across my path. You you don't have to go out looking. He will bring them. Because here's the thing, Abner, no man can come to the Father unless the Spirit of God draws him. Amen. No man. That's right. So I just simply said, God, draw people to me. Yeah. I was so excited about telling people about Jesus and about praying for people. I prayed for people. Oh, my gosh. I saw miracles take place on streets. streets. What What you're saying is what I always (laughs) teach
0: people is this. Like Nike, just do it. Just do it. I remember the first time I read John 14, 12, literally within a day. I'm in the cafeteria a day and a half, and someone's, oh, I got this terrible pain. I would say, I didn't feel anything, I didn't see an angel, I didn't see, none of that, none, none of those physical things that happened very often in my life, none of that happened for many years. And God, I, it was like, I was impressed in my heart, almost like the audible voice of God, this is
1: your opportunity. Right. And you just go for it. I mean, I, mean, I remember the first person I ever prayed for, I was so scared. Mm-hmm. I was like, this this woman, I am, I'm working for my dad. This woman comes to the door. I'm delivering something to her. She's walking to the door. She opens the door and I see her limping like this. Right. And I'm sitting there going, and the Lord so clearly inside of me, puts in me, pray for her. Mm. And I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> and, you know, and, and and the first thing that came to my mind was this, what if something doesn't happen? Mm. Well, it's not... See, once I do what God says, it's not up to me. It's His Word. Okay. Right. So I just have to be obedient to it whether any, anything happens or doesn't happen, but I do believe it will happen. Anyway, long story short, I pray for that woman. She threw her hands back and started screaming because the power of God came all over her. She got totally, completely healed. She, she didn't have another limp... At all, she was weeping, crying, and I, I'm, I'm beside myself. Uh, and here I am driving a truck, you know. <laughs> and 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 I went to the next place, uh, and then day after day, something like that would happen. I got to pray for people. It's just, and I was not a pastor; I was just a believer right. that believed in this. And I said, man, this is so exciting. And so I just said, God, I want to be do. I want to do this forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: that there's people watching this, they've walked in this for years, and then there's other people like, I wanna get in on that as part of my following after Jesus. And so I want you to pray for the people, just anyone watching this that, and I believe that there's a, there's a real impartation here as you pray. So I always, uh, many times I encourage you on this broadcast, there is no distance in prayer. You don't even have to be watching this broadcast when this broadcast premieres. You could be watching it a year and a half after this was originally released, but you're going to receive something because there's no distance in prayer. There's no distance in the Spirit. When you're watching this program was the right time to receive what God has for you. And there are people here, I just see like this very distinct angel, like just... Releasing his fire and his oil. There's an impartation for you as you watch this to receive from the Lord. And I say that not to exalt what I just saw, but to put your faith in a God who's going to meet you right where you're at. You could be driving down the road, but God is going to minister to you right now. And you can mark this day that from this day forward, if you'll be obedient and just obey when God impresses on you, when you see somebody sick, you're going to see a marked increase in the power of God flowing in your life. Right. Amen.
1: If you want to be used by God, I mean and He is in living inside of you for you to do things, not to watch other people, not to be a spectator, That's right. but to be a participator in His works and what He wants to do. It doesn't matter what you look like, how tall you are, how small you are, how big you... It does not matter. It matters that you just say, Jesus, I want to do this for you. So I want to pray for you. And if, you, if you're if you right there, sitting there watching us, I, I just want you to raise your hands because I believe the Spirit of God is going to touch your hands. I believe the Spirit of God yep. is going to touch you. The anointing God is going to come on you. And I believe... Here, here's a word right here. I believe there's going to be a boldness yeah. that is going to to come upon you that's going to change you from being timid and being shy and being fearful to being like a roaring lion for the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I just pray for my brother and my sister right now, right where they are, of those listening to us or those viewing this at another time. Father, I just pray for them right now that you would put a boldness by the power of the Holy Spirit the fire of God and the boldness of God that will come upon them right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and change them, Father God, from being just the what they thought is a regular person, Father God, and, and just a natural person into the supernatural power of the living God that lives on the inside of them. Father, I pray right now that there would be a desire by the power Thank of the Holy Lord. Spirit to see people saved, to see people healed, to see people... Delivered, And right now, they are saying, God, I desire this. I want this, Lord. I want to be one of your last days on fire disciples, Father God. I want to see people saved. I want to see people healed. I want to see people set free. I want to see people delivered. And Lord, I thank you. Use me. Use me, Father, and draw people across my path on a daily basis so that I yes, can Lord. watch and see Your power, loose them and set them free and save them and heal them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And right now, someone that has had back problems... You've been having back issues and back pains right now in the name of Jesus Christ. That back is healed right now in Jesus' name. Someone that's got one uh, leg shorter than the other, in the name of Jesus, your hips are being adjusted right now and coming into into alignment right now. And you will get up and you you will find out that 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 leg is the same length right now and you're not going to have have those back problems in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Jesus name, and
0: even before he started just calling out those words of knowledge, I saw uh, arthritis, I saw tumors, I saw yes. uh, somebody the back of yes, somebody's Father. knee, somebody's lower Some back, um, somebody you have like um, it's like a rotator problem. I just saw like boom right there in yes. the name of Jesus, the Lord heals you. And there's a, there's an elderly African American lady watching this. You've loved God with all your heart, but you've gone especially the last. Um, six to eight months, you've gone through some disappointment, you've gone through some, it just feels like, Lord, is what I've done making a difference? I actually see Jesus just, uh, he's got his hand on your head, he just lifts off depression, doubt, weariness, and there's a refreshing coming to you, and the Lord restores tonight the joy of your salvation. There's a pastor, you're watching this, I believe you're in a, South American country and you know that you know that the Lord's spoken to you something but there's been disappointment and there's been roadblock after roadblock, I actually see Jesus lifting the roadblocks from your path, and in the next six, uh, seven, six and a half to seven months, you're going to see a turnaround in your situation. And, and and I just add to that prayer tonight, I, not add, but just join my faith to his prayer tonight, and I just declare that tonight is a fresh release, a fresh Filling of the Holy Spirit and, and power for you to be the powerful person that God has created you to be, overcoming person through Jesus, living on the inside of you. And there's a, a man, you have struggled with uh, pornography and you you just, you actually hate that thing and you hate that it makes you do. And right now in Jesus, I actually just saw that hook. We just... Break you free from rejection, perversion. Uh, It started even as a young child because there was a season, there was a a door of rejection. And in Jesus' name, I free you. And and I'm telling you, the hand of Jesus is like right on your heart and it's releasing his kindness. God's not mad at you, God is not condemning you. That's uh, actually the enemy himself trying to condemn you. And I just declare freedom to you now in Jesus' name.
1: Thank Jesus you, Lord. Name. Thank you, Lord. You have anything Thank else you. Pastor? Ralph. Yeah, there's a pastor, uh, there's a pastor watching us, mm-hmm. and uh, you've been listening, and you've been you in your heart, you're saying, I I I want to do that. Matter of fact, I believe in that and 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 I've been a part of that. But but you are afraid of what your board may do. Mm-hmm. What your board may say or your board may do. And actually you're being held back from the very things that God's put in your heart, and it's the fear of man that has become a snare on the inside of you. You need to pray over your board, and you need to address your board, speak the truth in love, and you need to step out and do exactly what God is calling you to do. Because when you stand eternally before Jesus, you won't stand before your board. Mm -hmm. You'll stand before him. That's who you have to answer to. And I pray for a boldness right now to speak the truth in love, and I just believe that God's going to minister to your board and God will minister to to, uh, to your congregation and you're going to see an absolute shift, like Abner said, a shift that's going to take place in the atmosphere inside your church.
0: Mm-hmm. You, Anything Jesus. else? Yeah. Sit. Okay. And I, and I just, even as he was praying that, any leader watching, any you, leader Jesus. of a ministry, leader of a church, I see... Um, young, young person, I say young, you're, you, I I don't, you're 31, 31. You're 31 years old and you've just, uh, you're just about to plant a church or you've just started a church. And there is a grace now for you to be an equipper and empower like Jesus did. He sent his disciples out that discipleship and multiplication a grace would be released to release people to flow and the move and the power of God, and there'd be no insecurity because you know that uh, you're secure in who God has created you be as a leader. That there'd be no fear to release people into yes. ministries, into other churches to plant Jesus. in the name of Jesus. Not only this this particular young man, but people watching in Jesus' name. I bless you and I actually see Jesus himself commissioning leaders tonight to be equippers and releasers and also as Pastor Al spoke to have the identity so there there wouldn't be insecurities so there wouldn't be a fear we just we declare that that is leaving and the heart to empower people to walk as God created them to walk would come and I see uh, one pastor the Lord is going to give you a very specific discipleship curriculum. You've never wrote anything, but you're going to write a discipleship curriculum that includes moving in the gifts of the Spirit for your congregation. And I actually saw a flip, and like something turn over, a flip in how the, the, the your body and your community operates, gifts of the Spirit, words of prophecy be given in public meetings. And I and I feel like it flows like in a particular prayer meeting, but it doesn't function in the public meeting because there's been some hesitancy. So let it just flow publicly and let it bring in a harvest that you never dreamed of. In Jesus name, Jesus name. Jesus name, Jesus name. I want to thank you so much. I want to thank you, Pastor thank Al. You. Uh, we said this last week, but we want to uh, encourage you. Pastor Al has a
1: 90-day devotion. Want to tell people about that real quick? Yes, it's called Power Up. It's a 90-day devotional. It's not just an, a, a devotional written for these days we're living in uh, to encourage you, to power you up, to build you up. But At the very end of each page, it's a, it, we, we've put together a prayer so you can pray the very things and scriptures that you've just read. You can pray that into your life every day.
0: And my,
1: the website, to purchase It's mycl.church. That's our website, mycl.church. They can purchase it on yes, there? Yes, Is it available on Amazon? Yes. Okay, yes. Amazon yeah. is it
0: available as a download for Kindle for people like me? I don't know. I
1: okay. think it is. Okay. <laughs> right.
0: And stay tuned. Well, we'll hopefully we'll have them on the program, but also your next book's coming out in Easter, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I want to thank you guys for joining us tonight and uh, we're so honored that you take your quality time to receive from this ministry. As I mentioned before, previous broadcasts are available on all the platforms, iTunes, uh, Spotify. Uh, the easiest way to just find everything, all previous uh, broadcasts is adversaries.com under the media tab. We're honored that you would join us. I want to remind you every Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Thursday, 8.04 Eastern, Daniel Company prayer call. It is a wonderful community of believers pursuing the things of God, praying, prophetically praying into what God is doing. So if you've never joined us with that, we're believing God for intercessors from all 50 states, but you don't. I, I just believe every every believer's called to intercession. So join us, connect with like-minded people. Also, if you have, uh, you're not a partner, first of all, our partners, we wanna thank you for your partnership. Thank you, Covenant Love, for standing with us in the vision that God has given us to uh, equip reformers to display the brilliance of God around the world. and um, But if you're not a partner already, I want you to prayerfully consider partnering with this ministry. If you receive from this ministry, I want to encourage you to consider uh, sowing a seed into what God is doing uh, the Bible teaches a wise man walks with wise men. We, we consider partnership not just a financial gift, but you are actually joining hands with the, the grace that's on our life, and it will, it will be a mutual benefit to everyone involved. So thank you so much for joining us. God bless you, and we'll see you back here next week, 630 Eastern. Amen. Amen.